Welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. This is a recording of our show from 5-4-21. Unfortunately, the ending got cut out, but enjoy. And if you're looking for the video of this show, please find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast and on Twitter at Disney Insights and on YouTube, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Please enjoy the show after this brief message from Anchor. Hey everybody, happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Um, I'm Matt, this is the DPI Podcast, and tonight is Tuesday, so it is our DPI News and Notes show, and we will be talking to Peter with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel tonight, and talking about the news from this week from around the parks. We got some good news, we got some bad news, and we got some promising news. So um, without further ado, get yourself ready, Shannon. Let's bring on Peter. Hey, Peter, how you doing? Uh, other than stuff in your face. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing well. So we've got some stuff going on around the parks. Um, we have Disneyland. Hey. We have kind of Disneyland. Don't sell it that way. What do you mean, kind of Disneyland? I was on the phone with a cast member the other day, and they're like, yeah, it's promising Disneyland's opening again. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, can you go to Disneyland? She goes, well, no. Yeah, I mean, it's open to California residents, which is 70% of their attendance base. Right, so it's not open. I can't go to Disneyland. (laughs) I can go to Disneyland. I will consider Disneyland open. All right. All right. Well, since we have that out of the way, kind of bitter about Disneyland. We've known that I've been bitter about Disneyland for a year. <laughs> let's let's this start. Is not news to anyone. Okay, so let's start with some good news. Um, over at Disney World, more cast members are being called back. Um, this week we got the news that the cast members for Boma and Tusker House are being called back. I wouldn't change it too much. You look good where you're at. I got like blue light in my glasses. Oh, oh. oh there. I just look like this. There you go. There you go. Just look at the sky. Let people see the nose hairs, that kind of stuff. So cast members coming back at Boma and at Tusker House, um, which is a big deal because Tusker House is a fan fam- favorite. Boma, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Boma. I've never been, so... It was pretty good. Um, what, what's great about Boma is they've got some really interesting flavors, but it's still a buffet. Uh-huh. Um, so for those of you unfamiliar, it's called Boma's Flavors of Africa, and it's over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, nice view out the restaurant because it looks right at the watery hole pool. And um, some really, really interest, interesting African dishes, but it's a buffet, so it's really nice because, you know, if I go to Tiffin's and I order something African-inspired and I don't like it, well, tough luck. I just paid $40 for this dish. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to push it down. Uh, but at Boma, you can kind of go to that buffet line and just kind of grab a bite or two of all these different unique dishes, um, kind of home to the African continent. And then, uh, you know, if you don't like that stuff, well, it's okay because then you can go over and, 
there's a carved meat station and you know there's a salad bar and all the other things that would come with the buffet yeah yeah so so that that's that's cool um tusker house character meal um they're really starting to get that area back together with festival of the lion king coming back tusker house coming back um my big thing is where are they going to put the queue line for Kilimanjaro safaris? Because they were utilizing both of those areas for the Kilimanjaro safaris queue line. Well, that, that kind of ties into some other news that just came out today. Um, Florida DeSantis dropped all government, all state government mandates regarding COVID-19 protocols. And um, Disney issued a response that said, we are sticking with business as usual. However, we are reassessing our protocols to determine the best course of action. And that of course comes in line after um, the federal government kind of said, distancing and masks outside don't make a lot of sense and, and some other things that have come out lately. So I am starting to wonder, you know, like you're speculating if Festival of Lion King's coming back on and Tusker House is open and and where am I gonna route Kilimanjaro safaris? Well, we might see the distancing becoming non-existent because you know, you're not gonna put they already the CDC already dropped it to three feet. Um, so I mean you're not gonna put a Q marker every three feet. You're just gonna tell people to give each other a little bit of space. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's going to be the big thing because uh, hell you go now and it's barely three feet. There's there's a few groups that will actually kind of respect the queue markers, but for the most part, if you're in a queue line with your family, you're going to be fighting for space. Still, it's not fill every available space Disney, but it's getting cr more crowded and more crowded every time that you you go go back to the parks now. So I, I just feel like. This is just a, a a natural trans trans step into, you know, getting back to a normal Disney experience. Um, with normal Disney experience being said, some great news that came out yesterday about the Disney College program. Um, so they are reinstating the college program. They didn't give a date on when it's going to start back up, but one thing that they did say was that. Anybody that had been accepted for the 2020 program was going to get priority if they wanted to reapply. So that's cool for the people that kind of missed out because of COVID. Um, and it, it's a big step for Disney because the college program does utilize some of the, the cast housing, which I feel like Disney thought was going to be an issue with bringing the international staff back and that kind of stuff. So the college program's a big step in the right direction. I was trying to keep stretching it out so you could get through your bite. I'm done. <laughs> okay. What, do you, what are your like, thoughts? Yeah, I was really excited. Uh, sorry, I'm doing something on a second screen for a client as well. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm working on trying to lock some stuff up. Um, so anyway, the, the college program was definitely something I wanted to talk about today. Uh, very, very exciting that that's coming back, kind of like you alluded to. I just feel like every step is another step in the right direction. 
you know, we've already heard that the international recruiters have started basically compiling, you know, resumes or cast members or whatever you want to call them for the exchange program. The college students coming back is a big deal as well because I, I don't know the exact percentage, but I'd have to speculate it's probably about 15 to 20%. Well, probably 10 to 15% of their workforce is that College of Disney program. Um, yeah. Just kind of, you know, especially, you know, some of the shops and uh, some of the rides. Like right now, you just have a ton of long-term cast members that are just out of position, basically, is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, I think you said that you talked to a guy that was at the Vianopoli that used to be like a ride supervisor in Magic Kingdom, but now he's a waiter in France. And <laughs> there's just story after story of yeah. that where, like, I went to the, the pub in England and uh, I was talking to the, the waitress there and she's like, um, she's like, oh, I really enjoyed being at the pub. I, and I go, oh, where were you before? And she's like, oh, I used to work at, a, at uh, in Hollywood Studios. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, she's like, yeah, but I'm from England and still have my English accent a little bit. So they threw me in the pub and uh, money's great. I, go, I bet it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, you have the college program coming back, you get the international program back, and now now you've got a lot of the things that makes Disney really nice for an outside visitor at that point. So, you know, it's really, you know, Epcot is so different without that full-on international flair. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of it because... You know, you do have some of that moving of people from different areas because of their nationality, their accents, that having some of those features that they look for in the international cast. Um, but it's just it's it's not the same right now. It, it's definitely not the same right now. Um, no, it's not. It, it, it does detract from the experience, in my opinion. You know, obviously, uh, everybody knows my favorite park is Epcot. But it is, there is a big difference from when you walk up to the big pretzel stand in Germany and order your grapefruit Hefeweizen and your big pretzel and somebody in a multi-flag shirt hands it to you versus somebody who is in authentic German garb and on their name tag it says they're from Dusseldorf and you're just like, ah, this is awesome. <laughs> All right, moving on to some openings for 2022. One of them, one of them's an expected opening in 2022, and that's the Disney Wish. Um, they had a big video announcement on the Wish last Thursday. Went over a lot of the accommodations, a lot of the attractions that are going to be on the boat. It is going to be unbelievable. I mean, what they are packing onto this boat. They basically have a water coaster version of Runaway Railway on on the boat in the aqua mouse um they've got a frozen dinner show they've got a star wars bar there are yeah. a lot of cool things that are going to be on this boat um, I, um you know you you're going you're going on dream right yeah we're on the we're on the dream yeah. next year i think i think i'm gonna wait and i think my first cruise experience is going to be on the wish i was so pumped i tuned into that call at 11 a.m and um, 
when they showed the concept art for the hyperspace lounge. Yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. That's like mini version of the Star Wars hotel on sea. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, it, it was funny because after the call, I jumped on the Twitter to kind of see what some of the chatter was. And, and the best thing that I saw is you already have a Star Wars cruise ship opening up. Why did they not make that the end of the line lounge from Tron? Mm. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know, but I'm pretty excited about all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be it's going to be really cool. Um, we did talk about possibly doing a Wish cruise next year. Um, I I think we're going to wait, get through the Dream Cruise because that's going to be our first Disney cruise, and then kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as booking goes for the wish booking for general public starts on the 27th of this month. If you are a castaway club member, depending on your tier, it opens up on the 13th and then all the way to silver tier at the 26th. So you got a, a few things there. If you're a DVC club member, you can start booking on the wish on the 25th of May. So you get a couple day head start on the general public. Um, first cruises are going to go out late spring, early summer of next year. Um, but it, it, it just, it looks fantastic. And the way that they did that actual presentation was really, really neat. So if you do get a chance, go over to, uh, the Disney blog, uh, page and look up that, that video. Cause it was really well done. Uh, anything else that you have on the Disney cruise? Or on the wish. No, you pretty well covered uh, all the attractions on it. It's, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, I'm leaning towards, like I said, uh, kind of, I've been to Disneyland, but my family hasn't. So that's on our docket. And now Cruz and Alani were on our docket of, of getting out to do a cruise and go to Alani. And with the unveiling of the wish, I think cruise was at the bottom of the list and now it might be like sneaking its way up and uh, might be something that we get in, uh, you know, even as early as next year. So uh, yeah, I, I just really I, exciting. I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really, really cool. And if, if you have a ton of money and you're, you're willing to spend it, they are going to have two story concierge suites available. Um, this is going to be the first boat Disney has that has a two-story room um, available for people to book. So if you want one of those, there are two of them on the boat, and they will be gone very, very fast. So um, contact your travel agent like that guy up in the other corner of the screen and let him know that you want to spend $10,000 a night on a two-story concierge-level cruise. When are we booking that? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving to another ship um a lot of details were announced today because today is may the 4th on the yeah. star wars hotel the yes. hallicinth um and the one bad piece of news that was released was it's getting pushed back um it was supposed to open later this year now they're looking at summer of 2022 how much of that is actually construction delays and how much of that is actually waiting for it to be more socially acceptable to have everybody in a 
hotel that acts like a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, good speculation. Um, but I think a little of both. They they released a lot of like the floor plan design, a lot of the attractions that were going to be available, and the first real video of the new lightsaber, which yeah, is unbelievable. <laughs> It, it's it's really stinking cool. Um, it is retractable, and it is not like a super fast like tape measure in and out. It is it has got some pace to it that is really nice. So um, Disney posted it on YouTube today, and it is getting a lot of reaction from around the internet. Um, what are your thoughts on the Starship and some of the attractions that are going to be involved there? Yeah, again, this is um, this is just the difficult thing right now is there's just so much Disney to do and you have to you have to pick and choose. Uh, well, unless money wasn't an object, but unfortunately, money is an object um, that that does matter. Uh, biggest things that I'm looking forward to is the. You just know that the whole experience is going to be like none other. There will be nothing in the world that will compare to the experience of vacationing there and doing that three nights or that three day stay and going up to space and whatever's going to happen with the first order coming in looking for rebel sympathizers and and all of the different play areas and all that, that fun stuff. But one of the things that you said was my biggest takeaway as I looked around at the concept art and the different activities. It's basically a non-moving space cruise ship. Like everything about it, just in my opinion, as I was looking at it, I was like, they're literally building one of their cruise ships on dry dock. Yeah. Is is basically what they're doing because if, as you look around, if you look at its concept art and a cruise ship's concept art, you go, that floor plan looks familiar. They just bumped the beds <laughs> and that restaurant looks familiar. They just put a Twi'lek up front and have them singing with a hologram projector and that area where your kids can go hang out looks a lot like the ocean air club and you know there's a bunch of really cool stuff though they have like the the little um lightsaber practice droid that's supposed to be one of the activities and it's speculated that those real lightsabers would would marquee there in that in that area for that activity that you would yeah. turn on your lightsaber and then do the little you know, try to block the lasers coming in. So I just, I can't even imagine uh, what that experience is going to be like. But yes, 